you have your Bibles, we're going to go to the two books, the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 18 and verse 19, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, and Mark 2, 10 through 12, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, and Mark 2, 10 through 12. Praise God. It's so much warmer in Florida than it is in New York. <laughs> Thank you, man. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Someone say, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall ye not know it. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Someone just needs to grab that one right there. Mark, 10, Mark 2, 10 through 12 says, But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. He saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, Take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. And I want to preach to you this morning for a few minutes unprecedented moves of God. Unprecedented moves of God. I didn't come to sermonize you. I came for a move of God that we've never seen before. Are you ready to go with me? If you're sick in your body, I'm believing God's healing you before you leave this place today in Jesus' name. Would you, Lord Jesus, loose the gift of faith right now in this house upon every man, every woman, every boy, and every girl. I worship you and I praise you and I glorify your mighty name for what you're about to do in this place. I love you, Jesus. Thank you in advance for your power and your authority and your dominion. Do what you do best, and that's be yourself. You're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Have your way in this place place anoint my mind and loose my tongue to operate in the holy ghost i pray in jesus holy name would you clap your hands one more time to god hallelujah 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 you may be seated thank you for standing god likes it when you have faith for something that you've never seen him do before. God likes it when you have faith for a miracle that you need him to do that you've never seen him do for you before. It's not so difficult to have faith 
for a miracle when God has come through in that dimension before. You can look back and say, well, I know he can heal this migraine because he healed a migraine I had three years ago when I prayed. And so you understand he can heal the migraine right now. But when he's never healed a migraine in your head before, it's more difficult to have faith that he's going to heal you at this moment. But when you know he's never done it for me, but that does not mean he cannot do it right now, and you believe he will do it, God actually likes that when you have faith for that miracle. Guys, I need more monitor. I'm sorry. Thank you. When people believe God for miracles, thank you. When people believe God for miracles that they've never seen him do before, God actually gets more motivated because when he has not seen that type of faith in you and yet that faith starts rising in you, it makes him do things he would not normally do. In fact, he told the centurion, I've never seen so such a great a faith. When that centurion prophesied, if you'll just speak the word only, my servant shall be healed. Jesus, I like that, that you have faith for something that no one around you has had the faith to declare before. So be it unto you. It's, it's pretty powerful when you stand at a Red Sea and you look at everyone and say, uh, stand still. God's about to split the Red Sea open. God said, well, I didn't exactly want him to stand still, tell him to go forward. But because you've got crazy faith for something that has never happened before, I'm going to honor that and give you an unprecedented miracle. No one had ever seen the water split open. But when Moses stepped out in faith, he had faith in a God that can do something I've never seen him do before. The crisis that your family is in right now is not too big for God. He can come out of nowhere in any kind of form that he wants to come through in and give you a miracle that you will say was an unprecedented move of God. You know, <coughs> Joshua looked at the sun when he was trying to fight the enemy and the sun was going down. And he knew if it gets dark, we're going to lose him. They were chasing the enemy. They had, him, they had him dead to rights, but it was getting dark out. And he, he thought the sun was moving, so he just looked up and said, Sun, stand still. Now, we know the earth rotates around the sun, so obviously the earth must have stopped because somehow the Bible said it stopped. The sun stood still. Now, I don't know about you, but that's some crazy faith. When's the last time you told the sun to do something? Or the moon? Or the ocean? And God said, I honor that. When you've got faith that what, I, what you need to happen is connected to my power and you're going to do something for my kingdom, then I'm going to honor what you do. A lot of people want God to do something amazing, but it's not for his glory. God, give me, a, give me a huge raise, but I'm not going to be faithful with my tithes. God's not going to do that. Well, that just killed all the faith. 
God, give me a huge blessing at my job, but I'm going to skip every other Sunday and miss, and miss church all the time. God's probably not going to answer that. But when you say, God, give me the raise, and I'm going to increase what I give to your kingdom, increase what I give to missions, you're more likely to get that miracle in a crazy way because God knows it's going to be for his glory. No one had ever seen anybody raised from the dead. And Elijah walked in that room. It never happened in the history of the world. And he walked in that room, and that little boy had died. And he said, give me the kid. And he takes the kid up in his arms and walks up the stairs to the loft and lays down and starts stretching on a dead body, praying for God to raise a kid from the dead, even though God had never raised any human being from the dead in the history of the world. But God said, I like it when you have unprecedented faith. You've got no scroll to read, Elijah, or I did this for this person. But you just know me, that I can do exceeding abundantly above all you ask or think and I preach to you right now that he can do more than you can imagine with your brain you're not as big as he is you're not as smart as he is as powerful as he is and he can do more than you know he can do I want to see unprecedented moves of God I want to see stuff that no one has seen I mean if you're sitting outside the tomb that day when Lazarus walked out after being dead four days wrapped up like a mummy, I bet you wouldn't fold your arms in church with a bad attitude. Make me worship. <laughs> You'd be screaming. Well, I'm not emotional. You'd be emotional right there, honey, I promise you. When you see a dead dude walk out four days, uh, we need to get away from here. <laughs> Unprecedented move of God. I want to hear about the things that no one hears. I want to see the things no one sees. I was watching, I was, I've been watching Steve Willoughby, one of the greatest missionaries we had before he passed away a couple years ago. Powerful worshiper. And I, and I was, I watched him just preach these crazy messages online. I was preaching somewhere recently and I leaned over to the pastor and I said, hey man, did Steve, did Steve Willoughby ever preach here? He said, bro, he said one time Steve Willoughby was preaching here. And he said, you see those four glass doors in the back? It was in Bellevue. He said, you see those four glass doors in the back of our sanctuary? I said, yeah. He said, you see out in the lobby through those glass doors, 30 feet out there, that glass ta that table out there? I said, yeah. He said, there was a glass vase on that table, okay? I said, okay. He said, the, the four glass doors were shut. He said, he was preaching so powerfully about a move of God. He said, some kind of wind came in the sanctuary, blew all four glass doors open without any outside doors open. All four glass doors swung open. The wind went through the doors, knocked the, the vase off the table in the air 30 feet and hit the wall on the floor in front of everybody body I don't believe that well then you don't need to read the book of Acts chapter 2 because when they were together in one mind and one accord suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting
that same service where I was, I was telling you about, we were preaching three weeks ago. i got to tell you some things that have been happening. Three weeks ago, we were preaching, in the, and then that service, uh, in the altar call, a 12-year-old girl came to the altar with scoliosis, had, had a huge hump in her back, had never uh, touched her feet in her life. 12 years old in the altar. And in that altar call, she began to worship God. And she goes to the church there and began to glorify the Lord. And no one touched her. <clears throat> no, no human walked by and prayed. We didn't have special prayer for her. I didn't even know this until after it was all said and done. And in the middle of the altar call, when she was worshiping God, 12 years old, by herself, and people were believing God for miracles, the hump in her back disappeared in front of everybody. And she stood up straight, and she reached down, and she touched her toes, and scoliosis left her body. Why? Because we serve a God, whether you're 12 or 75, that if you have faith that he can do anything, he can't do anything. Same service, a lady was in a wheelchair. She came up, she heard about the revival there, and so she came, first time ever in the service, and she came and she was in a wheelchair, and, and they, we went down to pray, and she said, I want the Holy Ghost, and we prayed, and when we began to pray, God filled her with the Holy Ghost, and when he filled her with, and no one's clapping about that because we don't think that's a big deal, and it's still the biggest miracle in the world, and some people are still bored with people getting the Holy Ghost. You won't like heaven if you don't like the Holy Ghost, I'm just saying. And she got the Holy Ghost, and she began to worship God. You're all waiting for me to tell the, her to get out of the wheelchair part before you shout. Maybe I won't tell that story because of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> teach you a little lesson there. Moving on. I'll get to the good part, and I'll worship. <laughs> that was a good part. That was a great part. And she got, and so she sat one out of this wheelchair, and she pushed herself up, and we grabbed her by her arms, and her feet were all inward, and she began to do this, and we were walking. I had one arm, some other guy had another arm. We were walking, and I could hear her start to yell. Now, people were worshiping and going crazy, and I could, this, this is the first time ever in church, and she's yelling. And I leaned down, I said, what are you saying? And she's probably 80 years old. She said, I'm saying by his stripes. I shall be healed by his stripes. I shall be healed by his stripes. I shall be healed. And the time we got around the corner, she let go of my arm. By his stripes, I shall be healed. She let go of his arm, and she began to walk. Why? Because if you have faith for God to do something... <laughs> One lady brought her mother to church. Her mother was 92 that day. She's been praying for her mother 30 years. And her mother came to the altar Sunday morning at 92 years old. And God filled her with a baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because when you have faith for something you've never seen God do. So we went from there to California. I'm in California. We were preaching. 
We were in Merced, California at Sam Emery's on Sunday night two weeks ago. And as we were there preaching on Sunday night, before we even got to the pulpit to preach, during the song service, there was the commotion down here on the front row. People started going crazy. And apparently a lady in the front row, probably 50 years old or so, she was born deaf and the deaf section was right here. And she was sitting there in the front row worshiping God. No one, t no one was praying for them. No one was, we weren't even praying. We were just singing unto the Lord. In the middle of song, that's why God's amazing. In the middle of song service, when no one was even praying for the sick or preaching miracles, boom, her ears popped wide open and she began to scream, I can hear, I can hear, I can hear. She said, go tell them, I can hear. Never heard a sound in her life. She said, I can hear the music. I can hear them play. I can hear them. You know what I tell you about a God that can absolutely do stuff? Don't patty cake me. Come on. We're apostolic in here. We're apostolic in here. Give me a God that can do anything. Give me a sh show me a people that believe I serve a God that can do anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, get some faith out. <laughs> Same service, this lady over here. The doctor said she would never get out of a wheelchair. Rest of her life, probably 55, 60 years old, got up, and she started walking across the front real slow. And Bishop Emery was holding on to her bishop, and they were walking real slow. And she was a member of the church, and he was praying with her the whole time. And she was walking and real slow. And, you know, some people, when they get out of the wheelchair, they want to go right back to the wheelchair. And she started walking back toward it. And when she started walking back toward him, he let go of her arm. He saw it. And he began to, from behind her, begin to speak faith. No, no, no. You're going to walk in Jesus' name. The whole time, all of a sudden, she was walking real slow. And she was going, and all of a sudden, she got about halfway back across the front. And something went, <laughs> she went, began to move and run across the front and raise her hands. What happened? God healed her instantly right in front of everybody. Oh, come on. Let me give you a cute sermon. Come on. We are an apostolic. I'm telling you, it's happening in America right now. It's going to happen here if you have faith to believe that God can do it right here. All right, we need more faith. Went from there. We were in, let's see, where did we go? Modesto, last Sunday night. Now you talk about God even blowing. God blew my mind. I've seen the dead race, but I mean, this, this was some stuff. So we preached. We preached a message. We preached here about why you're praying. That's the message I've been preaching everywhere. The message I preached here, that while you're praying, God can do it. That, remember that message? That's what I've been preaching everywhere. That's the message that people are starting to get healed everywhere. Why? Because if you have faith that while I'm praying, God can be moving behind the scene and to, God can do this stuff. He's doing it now. I'm seeing him do it. In, in New York City on Thursday night, we preached that message, and within three minutes, 56 people were instantly healed. They all raised that we counted slowly, one at a time. And they were telling us all these stories. Why? Because they have faith that we serve against the last days. We've got to have some real stuff happen. We can't just come to church and say, well, I know the Bible is true. We've got to have some stuff happen in our life. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost up here right now. So we prayed in Modesto on that Sunday night for the sick. And I just did something crazy. I said, if God healed you, come on the platform. I want to... 
I want to find out what happened. And so all these people came. We had, at the end, we had over 30 people healed. But, but with the first one, I walked up to a lady, been in the church 30-something years, had been blind in her left eye for years. And the altar call raised her hands, said, I believe. Boom, instantly the left eye opened up. She was like, are you kidding me? I have not seen in 30 years now this eye. And God opened her eye. I'm here to break that spirit of doubt in here right now. You know, I've said it every time I come here. This church is comfortable with the miraculous. It's no big deal. It should be a big deal. It may not, it may not be a big deal. This is normal. But if my worship goes down, when God is doing miracles, it's a big deal in the spirit. Because I promise you, probably 30 minutes down the road as a church, that would do anything to experience the power and the glory and the authority of the move of God that you guys have here all the time. We can never get bored with the supernatural. We can never get bored with moves of God, with outpourings of the Holy Ghost, with the sick being healed. It's apostolic. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody praise the Lord for a few seconds right now. Somebody worship the Lord. Get a little faith out in your God. What kind of miracle do you need him to do? It may not be physical. It may be financial. It may be in your marriage. It may be in your home. But you ought to believe that God can do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think. There we go. There we go. There's some faith right there. There's some faith right there. That's what we're looking for. That's Palm Bay right there. That's the Palm Bay I know right there. I'm not asking you to ask God and hope he will. I'm asking you to speak it. Speak to the mountain. Declare it. It's done. God's going to come through. God's going to make a way. God's on the move right now. God, he may not tell me how, but he will do it. He will come through. He will bring the answer. Turn to your neighbor and ask them, do you need a miracle? Stay standing. I feel the faith in here right now. Stay standing. I feel faith in here right now. In that service, I would, I would tell you some other things, but I'll just tell you one little thing. We had, we had tumors disappear and crazy stuff. But there was a kid up in the balcony, about 20, 22 years old. And after church was over, he ran up to me and said, Brother Josh, I got to talk to you. I said, okay, man, what's, what's your name? He said, Tony. I said, what's going on? He said, can I show you something on my phone? I said, okay. He showed me this motorcycle crash scene. He showed me these terrible wounds on his legs. He said, this was Thursday. He said, I wrecked my bike at 90 miles per hour. Was ejected from it. He said, I shouldn't even be alive. 
He said, I've barely been able to move for three days. He said, they brought me in here real slow and set me down. He said, I've been in excruciating pain 24 hours a day for the last three days. And he said, while you were preaching, he said, I thought to myself, I'm going to go to that altar when it's done. And I'm going to pray for God to heal me. I've got to get up there somehow. And he said, you're not going to believe this. I said, what? He said, I, not, I, said, I no sooner thought those words. He said, I didn't even say them. I just thought them. And he said, I could feel something go over my body. And he said, I felt, and the, it was all gone. He said, what in the world? He began to jump. He began to run. He, I brought him on the platform. He was leaping like crazy. The church knew he's not supposed to be even moving unless Jesus has come in the room somehow and healed him. Can I tell you, if you've got faith for it, I probably told you this before. Stay standing. We're going to pray. But Jesus said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. And we always preach that, you know, if you just have a little bit of faith. He rebuked little faith. No faith. So why would, he, why would it be about the size of the seed? It wasn't. The mustard tree is the only, the seed, the mustard seed is the only seed that if you plant it in the ground with any other seed, will not cross-pollinate and become what it's planted with. Everything else will become what it's planted with when it rises above the dirt. But the mustard seed, no matter what you plant it with, will come up a mustard tree every time. If you take mustard seed faith, and plant it with cancer, mustard seed faith will come up. Every, oh. It's pure faith. It's pure faith. It's absolute faith. It's not about, well, I've got great faith for God to do it. It's how, how absolute is your faith? How absolute, that's what authority is, absolute faith. Authority is at the more faith you have for something, the more authority you have in that area. If you've got faith for it, that's why if I preach Holy Ghost, people will get the Holy Ghost because I have absolute faith for that. But let me tell you something. If you want a miracle from God, the, the greatest way to get your miracle is to have absolute faith. Absolute. God's going to do it. 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 God's going to keep walking and keep talking. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. Am I right, Brother Lewis? I just heard about your miracle. She said within herself, I touch his garment, I shall behold. That means she said to herself over and over and over. That means when you first step out of your pew today, you might be going, God's going to do it. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. But by the time you get up here, God's going to do it. 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 God's going to heal me. God's going to bless me. God's going to come through. God's going to save my kid. God's going to save my kid. God's going to save my kid. God's going to return my kid. 
Every spirit of false doctrine that has any of your loved ones, you keep speaking right now. You may have them right now, but I raise them in the Koroboshata. They shall return to God. 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 Is there someone in your family that you can start declaring, it's done. They're going to come back. They're going to come back. They're going to come. Oh, I'm feeling faith right now. Who needs a miracle in here? Who's got some faith? Why don't you, it's not about your feelings, it's about your faith. So come on up here and start talking. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know when it's going to do it. It's going to be unprecedented. It may not be like my neighbor. He might just walk up and touch my neighbor. He might come through the back door and talk to me somehow, but God's going to do it. It might be this moment when I'm in the altar. It might be in the car on the way home that I get the phone call. It might be in my house when the pain goes away, but God's going to do it. 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 God is doing 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 it. Let the sick be healed. 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 Before we even pray, let's just worship God for a moment for what's about to happen. Can someone just worship God for what's about to happen right now? Just thank the Lord before we even pray. I love you, Jesus. I'm ready for an unprecedented move of God. I'm ready for an unprecedented miracle. Something I've never seen him do. He's able to do. He's gonna do. He's the Lord of the harvest. He's the Lord of everything I need. All right. All right. Let's go after it. If you need a healing in your body, raise your hand. Healing in your body. Pain or disease. Okay, look around you. People got their hands up. We'll pray one or two prayers. First, first, well, one or two rounds, we'll go after this. And then we'll go after other things that need a miracle in your home, your finances, whatever. But right now, we're going to pray for the sick. And people are going to get healed right now. Pain is going to leave their body according to your faith, be it unto you. Diseases will leave this room. Oh, I feel like preaching right now. That faith of yours is what scares the devil the most. That's why Jesus said, when I return, shall I find faith on the earth? Now, let me ask you something before we pray. When we're getting, we're getting ready to pray and speak and declare. If you're up here going, oh God, please. I'm telling you, he's going to walk right by you. I'm telling you, that's not faith. For this altar call, it's faith. It's worship. 
He's the Lord. He decides what he does. He decides who he heals. It's not my, that's not up to me. That's up to him. But what is up to me is to have faith in him. Not to hope he can do it, but to have faith. He's going to do it. That is what pleases God. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. So, Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray the prayer of faith and the belief that God is going to heal. And then we're going to stop after we pray because God's going to touch people. The pain's going to go away. And if we have to pray again, we'll pray again. And more people will be healed. But God is about to heal people right now in this room. Are you ready to worship God? All I'm asking from you is that when I pray the prayer of faith you shout the name of Jesus when I'm done as loud as you can as long as you can for your own miracle like Bartimaeus did why because no one in the Bible ever shouted for Jesus attention to be healed and was denied so you've got to go after him yourself Bishop has taught me for years that you get what you preach and that's why when we preach a baptism, people get baptized. And that's why when, I, when he, he taught me when I came here, and he said, if you'll preach Holy Ghost, people will get the Holy Ghost. And he said, if you'll preach healing. People will be healed. Would you raise your hands in faith right now? Would you get every ounce of faith you have right, right now? And by the authority of the word of God and by the power of the name of Jesus, release the gift of healing and the workings of miracles in this room. In Jesus' name, somebody shout, Jesus! Behold, 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 pain be gone, disease be gone, pain be gone, pain be gone, pain be gone. Stretch out your faith, stretch out your faith in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the aisle, in Jesus' name, in the altar, in Jesus' name. Thirty more seconds before we stop and check. Thirty more seconds, worship the Lord. Thirty more seconds, we'll stop in a moment. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Where there's faith, there'll be miracles. Where there's faith, there'll be miracles. All right, let's stop for a second. Check your head, check your neck, check your back, check your shoulder, check your legs, whatever, stomach. All right, if the pain is gone, raise your hand. 
The paint is gone. Raise your hand. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six people. We just prayed two minutes. Come on. You know what? I got. I can feel the faith and the doubt. I know not all of you can get up here, but if some of you that just got healed would come up here, if some of you that just got healed would come up here to tell where your pain was, just so we can just come, come on up here. Some of you that just got healed, would you come up here so we can tell people that God just healed you? Come on, come on up here. If you raise your hand, if you've got, come on, come on up here. Come on, come on, come on up here. Anybody else, can you come up here so we can, that you just raised your hand that God can heal you, that God healed you. Come on. I just want to show the, the, the people that we're not up here hyping things up. God is healing people in this room. There was a lot more hands than this that were just raised. If God healed you, come up here. Come on. I'll wait. There we go. Testimony. That's how you overcome the enemy, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word. This is apostolic, guys. It's just apostolic. I know you're not comfortable with it, but it's apostolic. People get healed. Testify about it, okay? Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's gone right there. Every seizure has stopped in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Seizures are stopping. That's pretty powerful when God stops seizures. Where was your pain? Your pain was in your shoulder. Is it gone? Two weeks, she's been nauseous. Even missed her Bible study yesterday. It left in the altar just now. I'm telling you, God, we're just getting started. We're, oh, boy. Y'all are tough on me, man. Back is injury completely healed just now. Anybody else got back pain right now? Anybody else got back pain? God can heal your back pain right now. You have back pain? Come here. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we command that back pain to go away. In there we go, right here. In there, there we go. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now I'm stretching some faith out here. I wish someone else would stretch some faith out with me. Come on, come on, Palm Bay, come on. Shoulder, all the pain is gone. Come on. back in your knees it's gone imagine that her stomach pain just left her when she was praying now we're just we're just in round one guys we're god's giving us baby things right now we're about to step into diseases departing in this altar Okay, maybe they just shout about this one. 
She's not been able to hear for most of her life very well at all, and God just opened her ears completely. Somebody praise Jesus like you got healed. Somebody praise the Lord. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. Fifty years. <laughs> According to your faith, be it unto you. You know what I feel like telling someone right now? I haven't even asked them yet. I feel like doing something right now. When I said this the other day, it was somewhere else. And it, it, miracles happen everywhere. This is what I felt the Holy Ghost say then, and I feel it saying right now. Someone out here needs to rejoice for someone up here instead of for your miracle. And while you're rejoicing for them, God's going to... While you're rejoicing for them, God is going to move down here. Why don't you? Hallelujah. Somebody praise the king. Somebody praise the king. Somebody praise the king. I just want to brag on God for a minute. Um, when I was praying, I was praying for a, multi, a lot of illnesses. I've been sick in different ways. I haven't been feeling good overall lately. But mostly I was praying, too, that God would just come in here and give us a hunger and slay everybody in the spirit and just create a hunger. I want more of him. You know, my God is good and awesome, and he can do anything, and he can heal us. And I'm claiming uh, healing. When I go to the doctor, I'll find out if he heals some other things. But he's completely healed my back. Her ankle was swollen two nights ago. Had to wrap it last night in the altar. Just now the swelling disappeared, and she can put the weight on it. I'm just telling you that God's doing it. Who's got faith for round two? All right. Listen, I got about this much virtue left, okay? I've preached everywhere and give everything ounce I have. And I've saved everything I have for this service. God's going to move crazy tonight. But right now, I speak to every disease. I speak to arthritis. I speak to stomach failure and issues in the organs. I speak to diabetes and cancer cells. I speak to blindness and deafness. I speak to any kind of fibromyalgia. I speak to depression and fear and torment. I speak to every thought the enemy's putting in your head. I rebuke everything going on in your body that you, don't, you can't even explain that's going on. Pain in your back, in your knees, in your feet, in your joints, in your hands, in your stomach, in your chest, in your lungs. I speak to heart disease right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I crush you, cut them, I unleash virtue in the Holy Ghost right now on every disease and every infirmity in the name of Jesus. Let the sick be healed. Let the sick be made whole. Let those with issues their entire life. 
somebody shout Jesus. Come on. He owns the keys to death, hell, and the grave. He's the Messiah. He's the answer. He's the healer. He's the deliverer. He's in this room. I know some of you don't know if you're healed till you go to the doctor. But you're going to go to the doctor in faith. You ought to testify all the way to the doctor. I'm going to be healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. It's a God thing. It's a God thing. It's a God thing. It's a Jesus thing. It's done. It's done. It's done. Because if you're going to wait for the doctor, and, and I'm telling you, go to the doctor. If you've got the disease, go to the doctor. People in this room are going to go to the doctor, and what they've had in their body is not going to be in their body because God can do unprecedented miracles. Hey, this lady walked up two weeks ago in Merced. She's probably 80 years old. She raised her hands. God filled her with the Holy Ghost. We thought it was just God, you know, another one getting the Holy Ghost. We were worshiping. We, we walked off. We found after church, she told the pastor's wife, she had been praying for the Holy Ghost, ready, since 1959. And she walked up in the service. No one prayed for her, but she began to speak in tongues for several minutes. Why? Because when you have faith, that God's going to give it to you. That's the key to the miraculous. God does what he wants, but the key for you getting in is faith in God. Who's got a need outside of physical stuff going on right now? I need God to do something. Who has faith that God can interrupt this service, this week, this month? Oh, who, who has faith that God can interrupt your schedule and bring the miracle to you out of nowhere? Who has, who has unprecedented faith that I'm not going to analyze how it's going to come. I'm just going to worship God that it's coming. Hallelujah. 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 Would you raise your hands? We're going to pray and you're going to shout hallelujah when we're done. That's the highest praise you can give God. You're going to shout like walls are falling. Some of you are going to feel like an oil go down your neck and down your back. That's a signal to you. The answer's on the way. I'm believing God right now that angels will be dispatched as we pray right now. Be specific, will you? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the authority of the Word of God, and by the power of the name of Jesus, I speak to every situation financially. In Jesus' name, you are the answer and you control every devouring spirit. And you can come out of nowhere. 
you are coming out of nowhere. You see every need. I have been young and now I'm old and never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. And you said, prove me and see if I didn't open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You don't have room enough to receive. There are people in this room with situations in their marriages, in their kids' lives, in their families' lives. But I speak in the name of Jesus that you are the answer to every problem, every fight, every devil, every spirit of rebellion, every spirit of witchcraft, every spirit of drugs and alcohol, every backsliding spirit. In the name of Jesus, in the Bible, you said be healed of backsliding. I speak healing to backslidden people in their spirits, in their emotions, in their minds, in their hearts. Would you shout hallelujah? Would you worship God like it's a done deal in the spirit right now? For whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Let me show you something. Okay. Let me tell you something about faith, and I'm not trying to mock your spiritual intelligence. Faith is not feelings. You walk out and the goosebumps are over, well, I don't feel anything. It's not about your feelings. According to your... So here's what you're going to do, okay? Because the devil is right outside those doors, waiting to steal whoever... I mean, I'm sure more people just got healed, but he's going to wait to steal anything he can. Okay? So here's what you do. I'm asking you this. Please remember this. On your way to your car, start speaking. It's done in Jesus' name. It's done in Jesus' name. When you get in the car. Someone's car is not acting right, but it's going to act right when you start the car today. It's done in Jesus' name. God can heal your car right now. He's done it to mine. And when you go home, you just keep speaking. Here's why. And I've told you before, and I'm letting you go. Here's why. Because the devil's the prince of the air, okay? That's his domain. He wants to fight you on your turf, not his turf. We want to fight ISIS over there, not in America. By the way, if you don't think this is powerful, in New York City on Friday night, we interceded against ISIS. And yesterday morning, over 100 ISIS leaders were destroyed, including the second leader of ISIS. God heard us intercede on the floor and pray. I believe in God. Christians are going to be set free in Jesus' name. Christians will be set free. In, oh, boy. I'm, I'm talking about revival. I'm talking about apostolic revival. Hallelujah. But the devil's the prince of the air. And so this is your turf right here. So it makes sense. He wants the battle to go. 
Because if you get into a thinking war with a demon, you're going to lose. You might win the battle and still make it to church, but your turf is getting destroyed. <laughs> Bombs going off, voices of doubt in your mind. So what do you do to fight him back? Speak on his turf. I am healed in the name of the Jesus Christ. God is touching my family right now. God is saving my kids. God's interrupting my job. God's got a miracle for me. I speak it. You know what you're doing in the spirit world? You're setting off bombs in the spirit. You're sending off missiles, letting the devil know, I've got my miracle on the way. And I say this as I'm done. Remember these words Jesus said, speak to the mountain and say, be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea. Don't doubt in your heart and it's going to happen. And you've got to speak when you, he showed them When you leave this place, don't leave silent, leave talking about the goodness of God, about how great God is, how powerful God is. Speak, walk, and talk into your miracle. God bless you. God's healing deaf ears. God's moving crazy things. Let's clap our hands one more time and worship the Lord in Jesus' name.